Welcome to the Why You podcast. It's a safe space to jam about all things careers, boost your confidence, and answer that difficult question, why you? I'm Laura, and I'm joined by my co-host, Fee. Hi, Laura. So we're back. It's been a while. (laughs) Whatever do you mean? We release these every fortnight so consistently, seamlessly. I haven't just gone away for six weeks, but uh, no, it's so nice to be back. And look, we did record season two before I went on holidays. It was super nice to have a backlog and be able to take a really good break. But here we are, and I'm so excited to kick off season three with you, Fee been really cool to have done all of that work and then kind of take a little break and see it come out and kind of listen along I feel like it's been nice but I'm excited to get back into it I'm very excited that you're you're back and that we've got our next few series planned and and you know we can dive back into it this is like episode 12 crazy and they were coming out while I was overseas so I was like sweet we're now gonna have international listeners mostly me but uh (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Google Analytics doesn't matter who owns the IP address, just that someone's doing it. But in all seriousness, we have seen that we've had people listening. It's really great to just have something out there. It's been pretty cool. On that point, if you do have anything you'd like to hear on upcoming episodes or people you think we should interview or you want to nominate yourself, please do reach out super open to recommendations or self nominations uh, and feedback. So our email address. Now, this is a good test. Do oh, we yeah. remember what our email address is? Mm. I assume we were the Why You podcast, were we? <laughs> You're correct. The email address is the Why You podcast at gmail.com. So feel free to hit us up if you'd like to cheer us on or send us some feedback. But yes, series three, where do we start? Well, for season three, we're talking about developing your career. So episode one will be about skills, then we're talking about goal setting, then development conversations, stretch opportunities will be episode four, and then finally career journeys. So I'm really excited about this season, Fee. How are you feeling? It's a topic I think we were both really passionate about and had on our list. Yeah, are you excited to crack into it? I am, particularly because since you've been away on holidays and we had recorded series one and two, I have taken on a new role at work. So I'm right in the thick of a big development time in my life. So it feels really timely to kind of talk through that and share a bit about yeah how we approach this type of thing and, and give some of our experience and observations through. So it feels like a great one to crack into. Uh, it's so exciting. You're literally going to be like the textbook definition when I look you up in the dictionary around stretch opportunities. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So to kick us off, before we get into our topic of skills, which is today's episode, I want to attempt to play you this clip that I recorded on my trip. So bear with me. We're so high tech. This is very exciting. Oh yeah. We should say that Live after listen. this has successfully worked. So let's go. <laughs> Okay, so I'm here in Italy next to some casual ruins and I had all these grand thoughts that I was going to be sending you musings for the pod left, right and centre here. Um, No revelations have come to me. (laughs) So I thought instead as a lead into our season three topics around development that I would leave you with a question to start our pod today. So my question is, what three words have guided your career decisions and development throughout your career. So I was thinking about mine and I feel like they are 
passion, fun, and people. I definitely have had a bit of a non-linear career moving around to different types of jobs that I'm passionate about. And I feel like it's always been following something that really excited me and sounded really fun and sort of captured my imagination and spirit that I could kind of see myself in that job really learning a lot and growing. And I also know that there are a few times where I've been really fortunate to have the opportunities that I've had because of people I know who have approached me or who I've approached and who have really helped me open new doors in my career as well. So I'm super curious to hear yours. I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm throwing over to you, future Fee and future Laura. (laughs) Chat to you soon. Bye. Bye. (laughs) That's so cool. I love the idea. Were other people around you in the ruins when you were? I had, I'm going to say hiked in air quotations. I hiked up a mountain, but this hike didn't have a proper path. So I was actually on the road. It was in the middle of some random wine country. Oh, so it was safe recording on you. Well, the recording was once I was off the road. There was like no one up there. It was like maybe three locals and the view was stunning. I will send you a photo after, but it was a uh, safe recordings promise. <laughs> That's a really tough question. And as soon as you started to talk through that, I've just picked up. And so sorry if there's a little bit of noise. I'm flipping through a book because something that we've talked about with reflecting is some activities that we do. And I purposefully pick a word each year to focus in on. And I use that to kind of shape the almost the skills that I'm looking to grow that year, whether it's personally or professionally. And I kind of find a word that resonates across a number of goals that I've decided that I want to work on. If I think about just generally words, instincts is one for me. I'm very much a gut Mm. feel person. I also don't follow a linear career path on paper and I need to try a little bit of everything before I make a choice. And so for me, that works really well to collect lots of different skills, work and try things. And then when I I feel it's time for change. I have a real gut instinct about where to head or I see an opportunity and I'm like, oh, that's the thing. I didn't know what I was looking for. I knew I wanted change, but that's it. So in in the moments before that can be difficult because I don't know what it's going to look like or when it's going to come. But so instinct is really high up for me. I would say in recent years, authenticity is that like lame to say? I've really no. tried to, <laughs> I've really tried to, be myself more fully when I go into roles and that's when I become like the most happiest at work and that sounds really straightforward but it's something I've struggled with a lot in my career to really be myself at work completely and be open about things I know and things I don't know like I I know times in my career where I've deliberately held back things that I knew because I was worried about being the like know-it-all And those sorts of, you know, just classic childhood trauma where you're like, don't be Mm. the person that always speaks up in class or whatever, whatever. (laughs) I agree about people and like the connections to a point. I guess being open to connecting with people that don't think just because someone's not in the team that you want to be in at that point in time or have the title that you aspire to doesn't mean it's not worth connecting with. Mm. Be connected with people from lots of different generations and different backgrounds so you have a real good diversity of thought around you because if you just stick with people who are in the same career path, had a similar university experience, 
it is limiting the diversity in your network. And yeah, the times when I have actively thought, I don't know what I would learn from this person, but I've spent time with them and asked some questions anyway. Mm. Those were the things that eventually did have an impact or people I wouldn't have necessarily bonded with otherwise. So mm. uh, in lieu of reading you my, my book of reflective words from the last <laughs> five years. So what did I say? Instinct, authenticity, and I'll agree with you on people. Well, thank you for indulging me. To jump into a few more of our topics on skills today, interestingly, as a consulting business, we release a lot of research and we also see a lot of research in the market. And so one of the reports that's released annually is by the World Economic Forum. Mercer does some work in partnership with them around defining the future of jobs and future skills. A few of the top skills that are increasing in demand in 2023 are things like analytical thinking, creative thinking, and then also, of course, like makes sense, AI and big data is a huge area. Even like they've called out here motivation and awareness, Mm. resilience, which I was like, that's topical considering (laughs) our series on resilience. Go back and have a look at our series on resilience, yeah. (laughs) The thing I struggle with with like lists of skills and things is one side or both can't always articulate it at the time but don't let that stop you or go oh I can't see what's in it for me in this opportunity 100% clearly at this time so I'm not going to go for it but I think there's a disconnect in how companies are articulating what they need Mm. and finding ways to match that with aspirations of people and I think the onus is on clearer articulation from the business of this is what we're looking for and this is what it means mm. so that people can work out oh I have a general aspiration of curiosity there's not many people who are like okay I'm gonna work on my curiosity but no one's really connecting the dot to be like okay by doing this project this is how you might grow your curiosity mm. and, and showcase that better later in life curiosity is super interesting because one of my grads had curiosity on their development plan for the whole grad program and I was so interested I was like that's really cool and she was in analytics and it made a lot of sense because in analytics you need curiosity especially if you're in insights analytics your whole job is to use data to solve complex Mm. business problems and you have to be curious about why something's happening like you know, why are customers closing their bank accounts or why are customers no longer buying this chocolate? Like you need Mm. to be curious. Mm. And it was just really interesting because I'm like, actually, it really makes sense that that would be a top skill for someone who works in analytics, even though it sounds so fluffy compared to like knowing Python or knowing SQL. But how insightful of that person to know that that's something they need to work on. Like I think that's a really great thing that you can learn from people who just have that ability to be a bit more clearer in Mm. what they want to work on or or that type of thing but the onus is put kind of on the individual to think of it but that's difficult and I want to acknowledge that you can't always articulate in the moment this development goal will give me this skill long term sometimes you can and it's super clear but I'm just going to be open to trying lots of different things and Mm. being that lifelong learner because you will collect stuff and then in retrospect go oh, I did this project and I actually learned a lot of analytical skills or I had Mm. to do some really creative problem solving, but you might not go into it planning that. But thinking about what the skills are, is there anything else we want to say, Laura, about 
maybe we're, we're working on? Mm. This year, I'm focusing on two main things. So business development, working on understanding our clients' needs and thinking about, well, how can we support them with that? What research is out there for them? What services we have and helping them build a business case for some of these problems that they're having. Yeah. And there are a lot of different skills under that around active listening and problem solving and creative thinking. Like there's a lot of elements that go into that. Mm. And then the second area is really program management, which is funny to say, considering my last role was literally called a program manager, but Mm -hmm. now in the context of being a project manager on a large scale program that has a huge technology component and a huge change component and doing that not from an in-house perspective where I used to work, but now as a consultant and how we're working with another consultancy for our client like it's just a really new dynamic so Mm. I'm just wanting to continue to stretch my skills as a project and program manager in this new context it definitely resonates and I think we're both at that nice point in our careers where we're not a blank slate and you have stuff to pull from Mm. Um, I've stepped into a role that's very very new and there's a surprisingly large amount of transferable skills which has been really good to Mm. know like I, I can jump into stuff I can start to add value quite quickly but it is really broadening my thinking and so consultation is one for me I have I've been in HR for over 15 years so there's always a lot of partnership and and advice and this is elements of that but I'm so used to having the actions or doing the doing and that's not always the case in this role and so how to unteach myself that I can have an idea but then not be the one to execute it basically Mm. or you know sometimes people are looking for a steer but it's absolutely not my accountability to go and do the thing I knew that would be a different style so thankfully I was aware and I could you know flag that and the other one because I have moved internally in the same business I've really tried to just absorb learning more of a really big business that I work in to, to, you know, try to really round that out where it's helpful in this role and I know that will be helpful just to know different parts of a business. And I guess that comes back to curiosity, which is is funny that we were talking about that. I wouldn't ever put that on a plan, but it is a skill that I, I, I am a very curious person. So mm. I use that a lot, but that's very much targeted towards learning more about the business and leaning really hard into the areas I know nothing about and tr- and really treating everything like a learning opportunity. Oh, it's so exciting because I feel like it's new for me <laughs> too, getting to hear about your new role. And I think it's such a good fit for your skill set and your passions and a really like nice stretch opportunity. So I'm very excited for us to reflect together in a few months time yeah. and see if you feel like you've learned some of the skills you set out to and had the experiences that you wanted to. I mean, I think that's the best part of stretch opportunities, which is probably a nice segue into Ooh, later in this season, yes. really. But <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering, do you have like a a number of skills you recommend? Is there like, you know, mm. a too many skills to focus on at one time? Yeah. I mean, I think it's like anything. You can't put your whole attention into too many things at once. And that's a very different limit for, for everybody. Yeah. This is a dumb quote from a show, Parks and Recreations, <laughs> which is basically, or oh, don't half ass something if you can whole ass one thing. <laughs> and so it's like silly. I can't even remember the context that's in, but that sits with me a lot. Like 
whole ass things. So if you're going to go for something, focus in on it. And there can be two or three things at a time, mm. particularly if they're sort of, you know, complementary or I try to think of things that can thread them together to a single theme for a year yeah. and build it around that. So there's multiple things to a word of the year or that intention that I have. But I think what's important there is how do you work out what it is that you need? Mm. What are your thoughts on that, Laura? So I think the biggest thing that guides me is what really excites me and what skills I really want to work on. And that's probably a really nice tie into our next topic because we're going to be talking about goal setting, setting career goals and development planning. So why don't we leave it there? It's been so nice to be back and recording again with you. Yes, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, we'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.